Hello and welcome back to the Going for Three podcast, episode 17. As always, my name is Percy Thomas, also known as PTP. And with me, as always, we have Chris Collins, aka Hot Takes Collins, and Tony Farr, also known as G. How we doing, fellas? Doing good, you man. Know, I'm, I'm, I'm doing okay. I'm doing all right. You know, life just keeps on going. Another day, another Laker disappointment. <laughs> I was going to I knew that's what that was. Laker, it's to Chris. the point. I, you know, I'm not listen. I'm not promoting gambling, but I put a parlay <laughs> in today, and I, I I took the Jazz at minus four, and I guarantee you, just the way that they, the way that the Lakers do me, I guarantee you they're gonna win tonight, and they're just gonna That's fuck man. me. They're gonna fuck my bet. <laughs> the one time Le- that I don't bet for them is LeBron playing. It was questionable. Yeah. I feel like most. Of, I feel like most of he's been questionable this year. He always ends up playing at some point. Well, he, I mean, he, I feel they, I feel like they have a good record against the Jazz usually, but still. He said his knee injury is basically the same as his ankle injury. Like extended rest is the only thing that's going to heal it, and he's not in that mode right now. So it might just be where you know he plays through it. Maybe takes a game off here and there, and just powers through mm-hmm. to see what happens. We'll make a LeBron Curry if you play. Straight jump shots. <laughs> Straight mm-hmm. leaners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so, got a pretty, uh, pretty stacked episode. As most of you guys know, the Super Bowl went down this past week. And, uh, pretty exciting, if you ask me. We had the Los Angeles Rams going against the Cincinnati Bengals. And uh, most people should know by now, the Los Angeles Rams came out with the victory. Uh, I would you first. Uh, like, what, what, what's your thoughts on the game? Any, any like surprising things or? Uh, I, I, I'm, I, I, I'm. It's, it's a hard to say because, you know, I'm fine with the outcome. Uh, I would honestly, I would have preferred Bengals win, and they definitely had a, they definitely had a chance. Uh, if Burrow maybe has like an ha- extra half second on that fourth down, he might complete the pass. We might be talking about something different, but you know, mm-hmm. um, it's a good story either way. Stafford deserves it, you know. He's got his ring. McVeigh, they all deserve it, you know. Yeah. Was it the most exciting game? No. But that's to be expected when, you know, you've got a really good defense and a really good pass rush against, uh, I would say, a high-powered offense, but an iffy offensive line. Uh, you know, I wasn't ex- – I, I really didn't think it would be like 40 to 35 or anything like that. But, I, you know, it's – I would have been fine either way. You know, the 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 people you expected to shine in the game did. Uh, questionable call, not having mixing in on fourth down. Okay, sure, whatever. We can, we can, you know, but I really don't have anything. I don't really have anything negative to say. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna buy into the stupid narratives. Um, I'm not going to buy into the 
you know, the the whole the whole lie. I'm relaxed, PTP. I'm not going there. I'm not I'm not I'm not going to get baited into this whole you know, lions bullshit that's out there. I'm tired of hearing it. Let it go. <laughs> you know, people should just be happy for Matt. He got his ring. He deserves it. We can go into the Hall of Famey shit in a little while. Other than that, yeah. Mm. The line stuff is kind of just wild to me, though. Yeah, I'm over it. I'm, I'm honestly, come on. I'm, they got to, people gonna need to get over it. It's, it's, come on. But he, 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 he was there long enough for it to be a thing where, you know, he should have been able to leave and people not really be like just so hard pressed about it when everybody knows like the reasons as to why it didn't work. Excelling organization and all the other stuff is just, it's take it's taken away from the Rams in my opinion. It's taken away from what they, they did for 60 minutes of gameplay. Uh, yeah. You know, I never, I didn't think that I would disagree with so much that Graham said off rip, but it's like, I, uh. I disagree with almost everything you said. <laughs> on, on so many levels. One, fuck the Bengals. You know, that, that's how I feel. <laughs> Joe is nice. Jamar is nice. The, the team is nice, but fuck them as a whole. Eli Apple, <laughs> listen, come on now. I'm supposed to root for that? Hell no. That's one. Two, yeah. listen, the, I thought the game was entertaining. Yes, it, it wasn't a, a, it wasn't a, a you know, a Patriots-Eagles Super Bowl where the offense is just flying all over the place, but it also wasn't the it also wasn't the Rams and Patriots. You know, they, there were some good plays, some good yeah. offense here and there. You want to talk about if Burrow gets a little bit of extra time, we may be talking about something else. What about if they call that blatant offensive pass interference where T Higgins slings Jalen Ramsey by the face mask to the ground? I'm not arguing that. I'm just saying, but at we, the end, we, of, at the we, end we, of the game, that fourth away, and one, one play. I'm just talking about yeah. I that fourth and one. And Mixon not being P. Ronnie being in there instead of Mixon, where they could run or but at the same point in time, I could argue that if they don't get a gimme by the refs and if Odell doesn't get hurt, the game won't be close. They they got a lot Perhaps. they got a lot more breaks than the Rams did. Perhaps that, 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 there, there's that. Um also Matthew Stafford's not a Hall of Famer right now. I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> he's had he had a he's had a all time great playoff run. But guess what? Guess who else had an all-time great playoff run to a Super Bowl? Who actually has, I'm pretty sure, higher like stats or better stats, more, like more touchdowns, more yards, probably than Matthew Stafford. Tell me, Ryan. Know you know, so, no, you know what I'm talking about. Matt Ryan hasn't run a Super Bowl. My falls? No, Joe Flacco. Mm. Is Joe Flacco a Hall of Famer? No. Nope. He would. He was well on his way when after that run, and then he did. Put a 180. And I'm not saying Matt's going to do that. What I'm saying, I got to see more. And I would like for him to at least get in, get into the, you know, higher MVP talks, maybe. Maybe being the best quarterback in the league or in the conversation for that in, uh, for any given year. I'm, look, I'm looking at it in terms of, you know, people talking about. I understand where people are, where people are going, like asking the question is now that he has a ring, is he a Hall of Famer? No, I'm, I get that, but for me, I when I when I talk about Hall of Fame, when I think about players that are, are Hall of Fame, I always look, especially 
well, not even just football, just like were were you at any point in your career in the conversation for being either the best in the league or the best in your position, like top three, maybe top five? Were you ever in that conversation? That matters to me. And that's also like, that's you know, I feel like you can use that sometimes over like MVPs because, you know, sometimes context, a lot of those, a lot of times matters for that as well, although those matter too. But it's like, were you ever the best or in the conversation for the best during yeah. this No, time? that's fair. But what I'm saying is in, and in, in, obviously people are going to talk, bring that up and they're going to talk about it. The only reason, I, now listen, the only reason I'm going to say, is Matthew Stafford a Hall of Famer? I'm going to say yes because I'm assuming he's going to play four to five more years. Isn't going to stink. It and then what? But we, I, no, we can't obviously that. That's that's down the line. Yeah, we're, ta- right, yeah, we're talking about said, right at that now. point. Is, at that point, it's wishful yeah. thinking to think that for one, he'll have this same Rams team because Aaron Donald Ex- isn't a young pup. Cooper Cup, right. if can't pay him, will walk. Um, Jalen Ramsey is probably going to make more bread or is going to be, is going to be encouraged to more bread, but inclined to more bread in the future. Might not exactly. So, so like, like Aaron Donald, Aaron Donald is a hall of famer right yeah. now. He could retire yesterday. First ballot Von Miller hall of famer retire yesterday. Yeah. In. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like it's Matthew Stafford right now to me. It's not a hall of Famer. He, now he has, he, he can, he can get there. Yeah, he definitely can. But I, right now, I would say he's in the same category to me as like a Matt Ryan, honestly. I can see that. I mean, to use it like a no, to, use, to use like a basketball reference, though, I would see it as like, for like example, Chris Webber. Yeah, well, but, but Chris like, Webber. But yeah, Chris Webber ended up getting in. Uh, finally, but you know, it, it takes it takes a lot of years. Or even like say like Chris Middleton now, right? Like the Bucks won. The championship, more or less, honest. If he was to retire right now, would probably be a first ballot. Was a, probably be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah. Middleton, it would take him a few years because it, he's that's good. A, that's a fair comparison because like that's a fair like comparison he's good, because but it's not. He hasn't done that much yet to be warranted with that honor first ballot. But it, but against the Nets and the Suns, he was at, he was dropping like twenty five plus. So he like it's a very good yeah. comparison with Matt, where it's like. Uh, you know, he's a lot of times he's not really considered top three to five at his position as far as shooting guard, but he's he's still good. He's had very he's had elite moments in the postseason. Yeah. He just has to show more. But also oh. being a part of a great team, being a part of continually great teams will also vault him up as well. So that's why if Stafford can continue to be a part of this and they can continue to, you know, be in that conversation with him playing at the level, he can be in the elite. conversation. Yeah. Well, yeah, the middle, but, the middle, right the middle, the middle thing things a, a a fair comparison, except for the fact the criteria is different. Well, of course, it is. But oh, yeah, I mean, I mean they're two different sports. Yeah, yeah but well, like, because, because the NBA probably, includes NBA probably because it includes anything because it includes college, includes I Olympics. Mean, yeah, but he wasn't he wasn't nothing in college. So, so I mean, I don't but really. Does he have any medal Olympic medals? That's got count. I mean, that don't it don't count that much. Like if you was if you went if you went yeah. in the NBA, they're not just gonna give it to you because you was. Well, that's uh, no. Oh, I'm not saying that, but like players, like that, like there's plenty of players that were like, who who was somebody that was on the who who did they put on the uh, Olympic team this year? Keldon Johnson. Uh, yeah, Keldon Johnson. That's like yeah, like Keldon up. Johnson has a gold medal. And he's still very young, obviously, but it's just like that's not gonna be the difference. Like, no, he's gonna man. have to have a Hall of Fame career to get there. 
You know what I mean? It only it, it it only votes you higher, but it doesn't make it doesn't create the case. Like Melo has a Hall of Fame in NBA career. It just helps that he also went at the college level and he also has several Yeah. But like he was always he without those, he's still going to the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Or, or even like like say like even like another case, like a Richard Jefferson more or less. Like the championship. I think he won at Arizona when he played. I don't know if he played for any like Olympic teams, but take him probably like he he would be in that boat of like a Middleton. And in turn, if you compare it to football, like a staffer, you know, it would take him a few more years to get in, but you know he's a good player. It's just not that one that you point out and be like, if he don't make it in before everybody else, it's a travesty. It's not one of those. Yeah, no. But, uh, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I like, I like the game. And, uh, you know, like I said, I like the Bengals. Um, I, I don't know, man. I feel like I don't know the entire playoffs. The entire playoff year, I was I wasn't hating on the Bengals. <laughs> I didn't hate on the. No, I'm I'm really trying to be serious. I wasn't hating on the Bengals because I mean there was a time that they were in the playoffs before they beat the Chiefs, and my concerns were still the same. Yeah, against, you know, against the Raiders, against the Titans, I was like, I don't see how you're going to win a game with a bad offensive line. I I just don't see how it could be, how it could happen, and it was the same concern every game. One to you know, uh, I mean, the, the, the track record is very much there because yeah, you can go back. <laughs> yeah, it's just like it's 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 almost unprecedented the route that was take the route that they had to get to take to get here. Like they almost seem like a team of destiny because <laughs> that just that that just don't happen. You got a bad line, that just it, it ain't gonna work. So they make it better that they uh they, they they started wrestling uh Aaron Donald's feathers in the, the first half. No, it it didn't, but he but I do I I did anticipate him getting stronger throughout the game anyway just because it's one of those things where it's kind of like the same between like a receiver versus a corner. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you're on the as as an offensive lineman in pass protection, you're on the defensive. You know what I mean? Like you're trying to guess where they're trying to go to get and get, and get their first beat them to the spot. Same thing with like a corner. Like you're trying to beat them to whatever spot or anticipate where they're going. So it's not like you're not really dictating the movement. So like they're always at the, I guess, advantage unless you're getting help. And yeah. they did a good job of, you know, um putting Aaron Donald in one on one situations and things like and things like that. On that last play, Aaron Donald actually wasn't in one on one coverage. The center just completely shit the bed. He literally, yeah, yeah, yeah. he literally just uh, hit him with a speed move to the right, and the center. Well, I can't even say if, if I can't even say maybe it's not the center's fault. Maybe it's the maybe it's the other guy's fault for not for not cutting that that angle off and then not making Aaron Donald go inside to get that double help from the center. It was like, Either way, yeah, because I don't, I don't think they really pushed him middle for like the rotation no, that they have been doing for the past two quarters to hit. In the third quarter, I mean, they started like finding loopholes, like you know Von Miller and uh. But, but yeah, man, Jones. that's another thing, though. Yeah, they were putting they were putting him and Von Miller on the same side. So then it's like, okay, if that lineman did try to push him to the middle to go to the double team, I feel like then you putting Von in a favorable matchup, and he already had he said yes two sacks for the game too. It's like not Von <laughs> so, at the B line. I mean, so overall, like the Bengals had good intentions when it came to trying to stop the pass rush, but I mean it's. 
you, you got two Hall oh, of Fame shit. rushers on the line. Like, so at a certain point, I, you're gonna get hit. Like, you gotta take that. Line. I mean, shit. I would say. I mean, their to, to me, their entire game plan was to avoid it. They knew they couldn't stop it. That was that's why their yeah. entire game plan was, hey, get the ball out quick because we cannot protect you. It was a lot. It, it was a lot. It was a lot of chances, more or less, like how it was in the Chiefs game, where it was like a lot of like get get them in open space on the ball, let it let it right. let them rock. So. And the only difference is, is that Aaron Donald is Aaron Donald and Chris Jones is Chris Jones. <laughs> Aaron Donald ain't, ain't Aaron Donald ain't letting you uh ain't and Aaron Donald get a hand on you. You're not going nowhere. Yeah, that's, that's, that's gonna happen. Like, the way it was with that running back, he he, he got a hand on him, he wrapped around him, and he pulled him down with the guard. Facts. Then, like, certain like, things you can't like, tell. It's like at that point too, that might have been also a, a showing point too. Like you know, these guys, like, if we, when he wants the when he wants to tackle you. You gonna touch that turf, you know? Ain't no way about about it. Very much so. And then offensively, I mean, obviously, like what I was thinking more or less when the game was coming about, I had no doubt that you know Cup was gonna do Cup like things. Um, they really didn't run the ball much as I thought they would. The, the Rams or the Bengals? Rams. The Rams. Well, the Rams couldn't. I mean, they couldn't run the ball. Honestly, I think Cam Akers had one good run. <laughs> on that last drive, it's like Hubbard. Hubbard, it. yeah, Hubbard was sniffing some stuff out. Like I, I liked how Hubbard played in that in, in that game for sure. Logan Wilson like, put also, on the island too, so that didn't help them. They didn't help their case either. They weren't running with any juice though. To be honest, huh. bro, they really weren't. Like all, none of the running backs to me looked like they had any burst. Even like I remember it was an outside uh, run with Sony Michelle, and he looks. It literally looks like he has the sideline. He just had and he just had no burst. It's like, bro, like, are you gonna take yeah. the handoff with some with some conviction? Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, it, it seemed like they didn't. Like, I'm not gonna say they didn't want to run, but man, it just they did not impose it enough. So it's like, yeah. But I, I will I will give Sean McVay a little credit for sticking to it at times just to keep the defense honest sometimes because yeah. he could, he definitely could have yeah. just abandoned it straight up off rip. Sure, yeah, sure, a little clock, you know. Yeah. Now the Bengals, I think they should have ran more. That's that's who I think should have. I think they should have ran Mixon had a few plays where you know he got yeah. him for a good ten, maybe like on the good five to ten yards. And down yeah, the stretch, yeah, he, he, like is. he was running. <laughs> down the stretch, he was running a little bit harder. But by that time, it's like you're on you're, you're on the back end now. Like they didn't score it a few times. I mean, true, yeah. but like they were always within a touchdown. So it's like you can still run the ball as long as it's not that last like possession. Where you're trying to drive yeah. all the way down the field, you know what I mean? Like I feel like I don't know. Like it to me, it was working. Joe Mixon's a, a very good running back. He can run and catch. Obviously, that's why we were kind of questioning why he wasn't there on that last possession. Yeah, because I lie. But it's P, like P, P Ryan doesn't catch that. Mixon definitely at least makes an attempt. The ball, the ball that got to P Ryan was definitely catchable, and it kind of confused me that he didn't. I, mean, I don't. Up. I don't want to. I don't want to say it was catchable just because like. I mean, yeah, like if he's if he's just standing still from where he was, and then he throws the ball to that like short point, maybe. But it's like he's running a route, and then he has to turn around, and then he sees that Joe like gets hit like while he's throwing. Yeah. Like it's, it's hard to adjust when you you know momentum is going somewhere else or not exactly to where the ball is. Well, but then again, it's like that's that's kind of on uh Zach Taylor. That's his name, the coach's name. Zach yeah. Taylor. Yeah, I mean, you have what? What three chances to get one yard? Yeah. I mean, yeah, the Rams' defense is nice, but I mean, one yard, y'all get paid too. Yeah, at that point, like, yeah, that's why, I, like, I have to say that it's in the same boat 
but this is kind of in this is this is kind of in like Seahawks territory where you don't run the ball on the goal line, like with Marshawn Lynch in your backfield. It's like you have Mixon, literally, most part of the game was doing his part like consistently. You just Did they pass three straight times? Yeah, I think they did three straight passes. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's a bad decision. Yeah, like with, with a guy like that, like he, even like in, when he went in overtime with the Chiefs, like ran the ball. It's like I don't, I don't see how you stray away from that when you get like I understand, like I said, like, I understand Aaron Donald and Von Miller, but still bust. Never their pass open. rushers, All right? You can, yeah, you can bust a hole open. They're not going to tackle him on every single dive and out and uh, else you do like. Mix it up, but they, I will. I will say, what's his name? What's 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 the big big boy name uh, on the Rams? Sean Robinson. When they had him in, he, he clogged shit. The, the running <laughs> was not working. Was, and that it also was triggered not working. Me. Kyle, like Chris Collinsworth, literally said it every single time. He because it was true. It's like whenever ninety four is on the field, mind me to not run the ball. And every single time he lined up in the nose position. Ran the damn ball. You gotta like that. Just goes back to like you know just being you know that was their first time being on that stage. We were hopefully gonna. Learn I mean, but it's, I mean, but at the at the same point in time, you gotta it, you know he's not Aaron Donald or, or Vaughn. Like you gotta prove to me first that you can stop. Why just say no? We're not gonna run the ball when he in the, when he in the yeah. game. You know what I mean? Like you gonna have to you gonna have to show me. I mean, he showed him. Yeah, because like, <laughs> like that first play, he proved it. Then the next time he did it again, the time, why are you still doing it? Like that doesn't, it doesn't it didn't because work. like like, because he, 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 sa- he, like he was able to play in spurts, which is why he made he wreaked so much havoc. Played in spurts, like he would play for a possession, be out for like four, and then they brought him back in just to guess if they were gonna run the ball again, and then another spurt. Because you can't just abandon the run just because he's getting off on you. I can't just not pass the ball because Aaron Donald is is teeing off on me. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like I still have to try to run some semblance of our offense. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And running is supposed to be the safe, you know, a safe route. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. Fuck you, Apple. <laughs> <laughs> the moral yeah. of the story. Yeah, shout, shout out to the to the rest of the league though, because they were cooking Eli Apple after that. Cook, cook, cooking him good, cooking him like he deserves. Hey, his his college teammates was cooking him. CD Lamb cooked him. Lamar, <laughs> Hollywood Brown and Lamar, and it was, it was. Michael Thomas, Tyreek Hardman, great time, yeah. great thing to see. The fact that they showed him the ring was crazy. I'm like maybe maybe one day you'll get one of these. <laughs> <laughs> Overall, one thing, he he don't need to be on the Bengals next year. I, I know that. I ain't gonna lie. I'm I'm definitely drafting a corner, signing a corner, hmm. one of the two. I'm doing something. Yeah, I got to sign the corner. They first, they first two draft picks need to be linemen. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Again, I go, they didn't have Reef either. Like, I, what? Not a thing about like. I think Reef might have been like the only lineman they had hurt. Maybe. But even then, they like they like they definitely not more holes they need to fill. But both teams could definitely. I can see both teams definitely being like in the mix next year. Maybe. I don't know. I can. The Bengals, they're gonna, have to, they, they're gonna have to show me again because they lost a lot of games this year. I mean, they yeah. lost eight games in the regular yeah. season, and they could have easily lost ten or eleven. Because yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, they they won a lot of them on like field, like the field goals because the kicker was going crazy. So they could have, 
it could have easily been something else. And say, so, yo, they're gonna have to show me. Uh, I mean, I expect the Rams as long as <laughs> shit, as long as Aaron Donald and is there with Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, I mean, it's it's guaranteed they lose at least two pieces because I'm pretty sure Whitworth is done because he's forty. Yeah, he's and, he's out. He's really yeah, and, and Weddle's going back into the crib. So yeah, but I mean, like, who was you know, super that place? Who was he covering for? Uh, he I think he's covering for Taylor Rapp. Was it what was his injury? Uh, Rapp had a concussion, didn't he? Well, if that's the case, then he'll be back. Then you know, so. It'll be all right without yeah, Whittle. I think he Whitworth will, I think, I mean, think he can play it in the Super Bowl, possibly. Yeah. Whitworth will hurt though. I mean, he was one of the highest rated uh offensive linemen at, in the league. So I mean that'll hurt that will hurt them, but yeah. I'm sure they'll they'll address it. I'm sure, like, so it, it, with either a signing or once again, like, you know, they might just draft one because I mean there is a decent amount of linemen in this in this uh class coming up that could potentially fall really. to where they're at. So they could definitely plug that hole immediately. Facts. And it's not they don't have I don't think they have that many needs yeah. as far as like glaring ones. So like they could definitely Well yeah, a co- corner and a couple of linemen for sure. Yeah. Mm. I mean I don't know what their cap situation is, but Well, I mean, you know, my cat wise, they really don't have any money. I think. Yeah, but I mean, they'll still they'll, they'll, they'll be getting, you know, get the playmakers back. Well, they'll be getting one playmaker back, I'm sure, and then Odell yeah. will probably stay. I'm assuming, and he'll be back around November or December. And like, if anything, they'll probably let. I, I can see them letting Von Walker, Von going back to Denver. Yeah, I keep saying that. I don't see it. I, there's in my mind, there's no way. The Rams let Von Miller walk. I'm pretty sure he had nine. I'm pretty sure he had nine sacks in eight weeks, and like he was number one in like quarterback pressures and his time in the, like on the Rams during that time. He was like a number one. Like he was phenomenal for them. Yeah, it does. Like in my mind, it, it doesn't make any sense to let him walk. Yeah, but the time I, I was like, I would, like yeah. two year deal. Honestly, two to three year deal. I would give. I would sign him immediately. Uh, it's just that the the Rams linebacking core has just been like I feel like they've always had like a plug and play mentality. It always works out for them. Like, like they were able to go from like Ebucam and no, oh, I forget who else was the other linebacker they had when they first made it. Um, they Ed, still have Ogletree then. They have Ogletree then. I think they had Ogletree. Yeah. Like like they went from that to you know, case like Leonard Floyd and. On like I feel like even with Ernest Jones, like that's a six round pick, like round pick causing damage. Like, hey, at that point as long as long as they like the Rams have good scouts. So if they were to live on Watt, they could probably find somebody sneaking sneaking out the bottom half. Right, of the you, rounds. I mean let let's not let let's not minimize who this who we're talking about now. Uh, he played yeah. like he played like Bond. Bond is not just some regular dude, like Hall of, Hall of Famer. Yeah, but they Von solid. You, know, you want? He's yeah. more. He played more than solid. He played elite. <laughs> you don't just. You, it's no guarantee that you're gonna find that right when he, especially like when he's staring, standing right in front of you. If he wants to stay, it should be one of their priorities to bring him back. Honestly. Yeah, that, that's really. I, yeah, that's I, mainly I, what it probably depends on too. If he if he really wants to lay, like if Aaron Donald's really talking about running it back. I have to bring back at least Odell and Vaughn. I have to at least come back. 
I think I think Aaron Donald's kind of capping on the retirement thing personally, but that's just me. He's been drinking, but uh, speaking of Aaron Donald, <laughs> but uh, yeah. I, don't, I, I don't think he was. I don't think I I don't think it, the the chances were too high that he was going to retire. Now he might have considered it, but he, it, ultimately I just don't. I couldn't have seen it happening. Uh, Would have been a crazy sight though. Yeah. He was just like, I feel like if they did lose, I don't know, I ain't gonna lie, like, that that would have been like they two best chances. I could see, I could, yeah, I could have seen him retiring if they lost. I've seen it because it would have hurt a lot more the second time around because this team was on paper way better than the first one. But, uh, but uh, yeah, getting back to Aaron Donald. Uh, after this, uh, after, after this Super Bowl victory. This time lineman. How do you guys feel ranks amongst like the defensive greats in the NFL? Um, I think he's he's right up in there. I mean, he I have to put him in the same conversation as like LT and Reggie White. I'm not gonna commit to saying he's better than those two because you know, no, you know, yeah. but. He firmly belongs in the conversation. I mean, he's the most dominant defensive lineman of this generation, and it's not too close, in my opinion. And the fact that he's doing it from an interior position, yeah, I mean, that's really unprecedented besides, what, Reggie White? I think Reggie, Reggie White played a little bit of DT. So it's just like... I mean, I, I have to acknowledge the, the greatness. I mean, you're you're getting ten plus sacks almost every year. You're getting double teamed. You're still making an impact, and it's just like he's he's literally unblockable. You cannot block him. He he dictated the entire Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. the, you know, he he really did. He he dictated the entire game, and it's like the the, the Bengals had two weeks to game plan for this person who was going to wreck their game plan and they couldn't do it. Mm. Think about that. They couldn't. They, uh, we had two weeks. Granted, uh, yes, our offensive line is bad, but we had two weeks and there was nothing we could do. We, did, we gave it our best shot and it didn't work. We tried for two weeks to figure something out. It didn't work. So, I mean, he's, he's, one, he's one, of the, one of the best. He's, going, he's a Pantheon great. When you mention uh, LT, Reggie White, you have to mention Aaron Donald in that conversation. And the Super Bowl just puts the icing on the cake. Especially in the fashion that they, and especially the fashion that the Rams wanted with him being, you know, a large reason as to why and being on the forefront. I about to say, being the forefront for the closing out of the possession and making plays, <laughs> just stopping the run, getting sacks, getting the pressures. Creating other opportunities for his other teammates. Man. Oh yeah, he's top three, no doubt. I just I couldn't put him at this point. I know I can't put him above LT or Reggie. Mm. But I won't be mad if somebody did. I'm, I'm not gonna do it. But I won't be. I wouldn't be mad. It's just that you know, LT won <laughs> defensive player of the year as a rookie. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, like, there's not that many that can say that they've done that. So no, it was all, almost one more this year that was on his way. Yeah, Micah Parsons. Yeah, yeah, and he didn't do it. And look at and but think about how great he was playing. Yeah, you know what I mean. So yeah, yeah. But he's one. He's one of. He's one of the best, man. One of the yeah. best. And I think it's interesting. Uh, what is? I think it's interesting. Like his stature, you know what I mean? Like, like obviously, like he he's a big dude, but he's not a very tall guy. His arms aren't that long, you know what I mean? Like, it's interesting to see like how dominant he is when you like when you like stand him next to like other linemen or even other defensive linemen. Like, he's not. Yeah. He doesn't stand out that much, if that makes sense. You know, because like I mean, like there's kind of like there's a bunch of like six 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 seven two eighty like defensive tackles that are supposed to do what he's doing, but just can't exactly. And he's six three, kind of stocky, closing holes. It's like certain things you just can't really like. Can't teach. Yeah, like this is certain things that's in him. I mean, me personally, I feel like. I don't. I don't think he'll be able to pass LT because LT was on a different level of like dominance. But by the time he, by the time he retires, he'll be two. He'll be two by the time he retires. Hey, I don't. I don't know, man. Reggie. Reggie White is. <laughs> Reggie White is Reggie White. He had a conversation though. That yeah. that, that by itself. Is that already is a lie. Amazing. Yes, and it's it's such an amazing feat. Yeah. You know. You you you're not you're not gonna go wrong with Aaron Donald over Reggie White. You know. Uh, all right. Uh, back into um NBA. As as most of you know, the trade deadline has come and gone. A lot of the moves were uh, tracked and discussed by yours truly in the last episode. You can go to the page. And find that John right there, but so we can do like a like a mini recap as far as the players that were moved uh, during the deadline. What do you guys think is like having like a significant impact on his team right now? I would have to say. So far, Sabonis and Seth Curry. Now, I don't know if the pod people know this or not. You guys know this. I love me some Seth Curry. <laughs> yes. I love me some Seth Curry. Seth Curry is one of my favorite players in the league. Kind of crazy, but that's just what it is. Um, I He's a he's a bona fide bucket. He he's bucket getting is so underrated. Well, I'm gonna go to Sabonis first though before I get to him. <laughs> uh, just Sabonis. I mean, we are we already know Sabonis is an all star. He can he's a a big that you know can I think he can finish has skill on both hands can uh you know shoot from the mid range can extend a three a little bit at times um. Uh, Definitely can pass. He can you can fu- he can function as a cog in your offense per se. You know what I mean? I'm not not saying he's like a Jokic or anything like that, but like you can definitely move an offense through him. 
You can run sets with him as that main facilitator at times. Like he's a very productive offensive center, and he's not he's not just a slouch on defense either. So you pair that with someone who like De'Aaron Fox, who's a dynamic point guard, who needs that other star potential player with him. And I've liked what I've I've liked what I've seen from them. I, I mean, as soon as he got there, I think they won their I think they won what three games straight. I believe two so. or three games straight. As soon as he yeah, as soon as he, yeah. as soon as he uh, dropped down. So I mean, you can t- you can tell like it was an immediate impact. So I like that for them. It just adds another element another element to their team as far as like an elite star. That's what they that's what they need. That's what they've been trying to get with De'Aaron. You know, what I mean, they tried it with Marvin for a multitude of different reasons. Uh, also, at a fault of their own, it didn't work with him. Uh, they tried it with Tyrese. Could have worked. They weren't. Uh, they didn't want to be as patient enough to see if it would work. So they pulled the trigger, got some bonus. Not mad at it. So there it is. Um, Seth Curry, I mean, he's just a, he's just a bucket. I think the, um, his first game, there was no Kyrie. Obviously, James was getting traded, and Katie's still hurt. He came out twenty three points and a dub. I think he took took nineteen shots. I don't know this for facts, but I feel like that's probably his his uh. His high, the season high in shots taken. He doesn't take a lot. That was that was my biggest issue with him in Philly is that he just doesn't take a lot of shots. And it's just like, bro, if you just shoot more, your team will be better. Uh, You'll have better stats. And and, and that, that worked. Like, bro, shooting like 50, 40, 89. Like, bro, just shoot shoot more shots. It It, it doesn't make any sense to me. How somebody like a Seth Curry playing on a team with like a Joel Embiid is only taking eight shots? Modest, it doesn't make sense because like he's a modest player. He he is, but to a fault because I think you know coming in he didn't get the um, obviously he didn't get the attention that Steph, that Steph got, and even when Steph came into the league, he had a lot of doubters, but he got a lot more attention than Seth, and rightfully so with the Davidson running things like that. But like Seth went to Duke, you know, what I mean, like he played well in college. He just, for some reason, I don't know, he just wasn't afforded, in my opinion, the same things that, that Steph got. And I think mainly, in part, probably because he was Steph's brother and he wasn't as good as Steph in college. Maybe that's a reason why, but it's just like, you know, coming into the league, he hasn't gotten more athletic, I wouldn't say. I mean, he's refined his skill, but, like, the shooting has always been there. Now he can, he's a lot better at getting his own shot on his own, but it's just like, I don't know. I feel like if he was groomed to be a volume scorer or a volume shooter, he could have been. Like I believe Seth Curry could have, could easily be an all star in this league if he just puts the shots up. Because the shots go in. I mean that's just <laughs> that's just facts. He shoots a high percentage of his shots. I mean, we we all know that. And it's just like any rock in the comparison with Brooklyn, though. Yeah. Number thirty. You, wait, say that again. He's rocking the number thirty in Brooklyn after that first game. Oh for real. Yeah. For real. Yeah. It's kind of wild to me. I'm like, wow, he put on the 30 and started going stupid. I mean, listen, he's like that. He just has to put the shots up. And on this team, de- I don't he's see he's why he would. Yeah, I don't see why he's not putting up the third most shots on the team. Honestly, with, you know, Kyrie, KD, him and Ben. And then with Patty coming off the bench and LaMarcus probably. Mm-hmm. Maybe starting to come off the bench. I don't know, but like, he's—I mean, he's the best. He's probably the. 
gotta be the more consistent. He's probably the he's he's in the con- he yeah, he's in the conversation for best shooter on the team. I'm not gonna sit here and I'm not just gonna say he's better than the other, the other two, but like he's a, a he's known for shooting straight up more than those two are, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's no reason why he can't can't put up great numbers on the team. He's gonna have opportunities and he can create his own shot. That's I mean he's gonna be getting one on one coverage. He's not you know like. He's not going to be getting a lot of attention. He'll probably get less attention here than he did in Philly, honestly. So there's no reason why he shouldn't be cooking everybody coming his way. It opens it up for Joe. I mean, if Joe could come off the bench, you know, less pressure for him. Maybe he gets back to his form a little bit as far as like how he used to shoot the ball. Joe was was drowning out a little bit. The injury had to be. Joe wouldn't make. Joe wasn't making shots. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. maybe maybe if Joe come off the bench and, and watch Seth, you know, light up the Barclay Center, maybe it'll remind him yeah. of what he used to be. All right, well, come come on over here, Joe, and watch a real shooter shoot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, that's disrespectful. I, I'm, I'm gonna take that back. But <laughs> anyway, I'd have a shooting battle. Who knows? <laughs> but, uh, uh, G, no, uh, who, who you got in your opinion? It's tough. Um, I mean, I know they aren't winning, and they haven't won since the trade happened, but I mean, who I think has looked the best since the deadline? No, it's not Derek White, so don't, don't oh, sell well, me. The, well, the only you must have not watched Seth Curry because that's the only true answer. But go ahead. No. <laughs> what are you laughing at? Hey, I would have thought you I would have thought you had Derek White, honestly. I wouldn't have faulted you for Derek White. No. Nah. I mean he's definitely given a he definitely I'm not gonna say White hasn't like, you know, transitioned in with the team. He's played with some of the guys before, so still not shooting very well, but you know, he's playing hard, playing defense, things were running smooth, the win streak is over. But um I I've seen what Halliburton's done since he's been in gotten to Indiana and I I, I think he's been the best of the bunch to this you, point. Hold on, you what you what? What? You you supposed to say you love it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you see you're selling me. You thought I was gonna homer pick and then now you're trying to get me to Hey, I I would I, I think I, I just would throw out your cash phrase, man. You, you was halfway there. I mean <laughs> I mean just look at the last like few games. I mean you know you know, twenty two you know 22, 16 assists, five rebounds, 17 and eight, 19, 19, 14 and five. It's a bad team, but he looks really, he looks really good, as we all suspected he would. I like that new backcourt. They've got something with him, and he's going to really be a special player in this league, an all-star. I. Just seeing what I've seen, I think he's been the best mm. traded player to this point. Sabonis, probably. You know, I know Sacramento's 
you know, Sacramento. But I like, I do like the hell. I do like, you know, and Sabonis hasn't necessarily put up Sabonis numbers yet, but I like the I like the pairing with him and Fox, and I think they'll be really good. They could be in the end up. A, I know what they did it for. They want to try to make the play in, maybe even the playoffs. Play in's probably more likely than a playoff, but I gotta go with Halliburton. Yeah, I'm mad at it. He's doing his thing. Yeah. I can see that from like a long term stance too. Like the Pacers in a rebuild state. Need to find you a need to find you a guard of the future. And it might be Halliburton. It looking like it's it's looking like it could be Halliburton at this point. I mean he's mm-hmm. He's doing what he should be doing. He's giving you buckets too. I mean Yeah. Man, doing what he was doing as a cyclone, but uh, I, mean, I was gonna say him honestly, more or less as well, just because I said like I just said now, like mainly just from a long term perspective, I, I just like the fit. Duarte can develop alongside him, and they get a pretty decent draft pick. Not sure how high they'll be because probably by the end of the season they'll probably get rolling. Not playing worthy, but they'll probably get rolling by the end of the season. Once everybody's back, or at least like Brogdon and Warren, so. But I'll go with um, go with McCollum more or less for the Pelicans, because I feel like he's doing a lot more. For the Pelicans, like he's rebounding, his dots back up. You know what I'm saying? Mainly just the fact that we're gonna have Zion back at some point this season, and you know they still have Brandon Ingram. That could the Zion. Just side note, Zion may need a second surgery. So again? That, that may that yeah, that may not happen. Ah. More than likely that won't happen. Yeah. But I mean well, I, I can still see it though. I mean you know they won't get him back. Potentially they won't get him back. B.I. McCollum. I'm not sure if J Val's been putting up the numbers he was early in the season. But I mean J Val's a good center. But Yeah, he is. Yeah, I feel like for the most part, that team could definitely sneak in for a play-in once they, once they really, like, used to running with each other. And adding a guy like McCollum to that team just, you know, can't go wrong with it. It's a guy that gets in there, can run your offense, can get you buckets. Um, Not really going to defend that much, but, I mean, you got a, they got a bunch of perimeter defenders over there that they could, like, swap and be interchangeable with for the most part. But... Another long-term thing, just liking how he fits with that team so far. But in the season, they could be a player. I mean, I think, that, I think it's really just like the diversity of the team. I mean, he, obviously, he was with the Trailblazers for so long where, like, the team engine is those two. Like, those two guards, they didn't have any, like, really dependable wing scores even after, you know, they got a uh, – I mean, Norman Powell was good – but like he's not on Brandon Ingram's level, you know what I mean? Like it's just—I yeah. feel like it's just a different dynamic to the Pelicans team that allows him to be able to do different things than he, you know, than when he was in a uh, Trailblazers jersey. So, yeah, plus it's like just a really—it's like a really high in like infusion of youth too, because sure he's now like one of him, him and Valor, but like the oldest players on the team right now. Oh, so, more than likely, yeah. So it's like you know he's playing with like Devontae Graham. Ingram, you got Herb off the bench. 
dystrophy. Like, there's a lot of, like, youth around them that, you know, also could rejuvenate them a little bit more to propel them to do more of those things, like crash the glass, look for dudes on the break. So he already did look for people on the break, but, you know, at a higher level, possibly, you know, some more options for him. Yeah, that's for sure. It should be an interesting, uh, interesting rest of the season. Pelicans. Yeah, they definitely need. I mean, obviously, obviously going forward, though, they definitely need Zion. But I don't know. It. I'm about listen. <laughs> I, hey, come on, I'm about one injury away from being on the trade Zion train. <laughs> that's it. I'm no. You laugh. I'm very serious. I can understand it because. Well, it's more so it's like I've seen Brandon Ingram be able to be a number one option on a on a on a you know competitive team. Like I, I'm I'm really getting to the point where it's like, okay, let's build around the guy who's here, who has shown us that he can be an all star talent. And it's just like he had his best year, then they drafted Zion and then, then it's just like, okay, we're gonna go away from you. Like what? Like I just was averaging twenty six points a game yeah. on good percentages. You know what I mean? Like you now you're just gonna go away from me because this really marketable guys here now. I mean, like you can't even stay on the court. So I, I mean, don't dis- I don't disagree with you. Yeah, and then it's just like I mean, his I don't his stock is going to be high. So I mean, maybe you sell it. I uh, maybe you build around Brandon. I mean, if if they were to move him, and it's like you know to find like try to find a power for it, obviously to replace his spot. No, call him B.I. and whoever you trade for in return, that could also still be suitable. That team is, like, looking so far, because, like I said, Zion, Zion being on the court, he really did just, like, they, they, it's not an easy fit. Like, yeah, like, 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 they keyed in on him and gave all, like, you know, the attention to him instead of B.I., where he kind of was confused as to, like, you know, where do I, where do I rank? <laughs> like, even all the second fiddles and some guys that didn't even shoot that much. And granted, you know, Van Gundy didn't know what the hell he was doing offensively, in my opinion. It was a horrible like, signing. I don't know why they even wanted but to it, do that. But it's just like, I mean, if you're going to have Zion, it, it seems simple. If you're going to have Zion running a point forward type of position, then have B.I. be like the closer and the perimeter, the wing scorer, because that's what he's able to do. But it still wasn't a perfect fit. And then obviously, Zion defensively is such an odd fit because i mean he's not going to be any type of rim protector he's not at this point in his career he's not even like a cog defensively because he his fundamentals are just so bad defensively like he does not slide his feet he just he he jumps he jump stops to everywhere he does not slide his feet so i mean he'll make an explosive play every now and again but like he doesn't do the little things right so like it leads to a lot of Easy buckets, back cuts, blow bys, things like that. Because he just fundamentally, he's just not there. You know, yeah. And it's probably because you know. I mean, I don't know who I don't know who taught who taught fella how to move. But y'all seen him walk? <laughs> it's not even. It's not really even an insult. It's just like that movement is just like not yeah, conducive to like kind of sliding. Walks with a with a wobble. It's like I didn't want to say wobble because I feel like that's that's that's, that's messed up. <laughs> but like, I mean. He 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 got a he got a side to side movement with him. It's not it's not something that should be going on, you know, going down the court because it, it it just it it distracts you. Like say he catches a body, you just see him running out on the court. It's like the, the dunk the dunk's intimidation factor just drops to like seven. 
Just because just he's finishing off the play by running up, like by walking up the court. Like, it just doesn't make sense anymore. Man. But yeah, people, man. I mean, I think some people think like, you got, he, and Zion and Ja could be um, getting into Greg Oden, Katie territory. I ain't gonna go that far just because he's are like he's like we've seen him play. He was on the court for an all for a great, great, great season. I mean, he was hoping. Now, when Greg Oden was when playing, when he was playing, he was just good. He wasn't a bust. He was good. He might have turned into something great. But when Zion played that year, he was great. I can't even cap that. Yeah. But I mean, you, I mean, shit, Jai's, Jai's there. I was listen. It was the, the first season. I was like, hey, Jai looked like he better than Zion. And everybody was like, and I was like, okay, right. I'm looking at this guy who looks like Gilbert Francis. What Restbrook? But tell me. Yeah. You gonna wow. tell me that? Uh, okay. All right, Gilbert I mean, Francis he has, Westbrook. He has the athleticism of a Russell Westbrook. He has the swagger of a uh, Stephon Marbury, Baron Davis. Uh, he has the intensity of like a Steve Francis. He's always on your neck like a AI or like a Gilbert Arenas. Like he 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 takes the attack to you, uh. and like. And obviously, like, he has, like, great passing vision. You know, sometimes I wish he would dive into that a little bit more. But, I mean, if he's, I mean, if, hey, if he's making all these shots, then keep being aggressive with it. So, and then obviously he has, like, he has the size of, like, a Russell. Like, all those other guys that I named, like, Gilbert, Barron, like, they were smaller. Like, Russell's, like, 6'4". Jai's, like, 6'3", 6'4". Like, he's got that good size on him, too, so. Yeah. Probably closer to six four with shoes on, probably. Yeah, so he's not small. And then you know, if he it's just I don't know. He has a, the, the his room to grow to me is so much more clear cut and simple. Work on your perimeter jump shot. Maybe develop a post game, or a, a more refined post game, because he'll be able to post up most most point guards. Because he's just going to be bigger than them. That's just facts. Yeah. He'll be able to post most of them up. Uh, and then, shit, even if he's not bigger than them, he, he might end up being stronger than a lot of them anyway. So it's just like, there's that. But then it's like with Zion, it's like, okay, your offensive game is like so unrefined right now. Yeah. And you're going to be rehabbing for the next, he's probably going to be rehabbing for the next year. Like, honestly, that's just how that's going to go. Like, he's, he's going to have to rehab and not have any setbacks. Mm-hmm. So, and then he'll be able to get to work on his game. And it's like you're gonna have to fix that perimeter jump shot. It's a set shot. It's way too slow. Uh, you're gonna have to get a post game. Like you know, what I mean, like you're gonna have to develop other traits because he's not a big player as far as height wise, and his whole game is predicated on on athleticism. You know what I mean? So don't get like don't let the athleticism like start getting zapped because he'll have nothing to fall back on. Oh, most definitely. I mean. I see him kind of like, and G could probably attest to it. Um, like, remember when Taco Fall first got to Boston? It was just kind of like they marveled at, like, you know, he's like seven foot six or he's like seven five, you know, long arms. He didn't play. Like, as far as like, like, yeah, like, yeah. like, like the spurs that he had, he came out there like in garbage time a few times, I think. I remember. Yeah, he would come out there like five minutes a game and he'll have a block in there and everything, but it's just like yeah. they knew from Rip. From in practice, it's like bro can't he doesn't have that lateral movement yeah. to where like to affect 
the game how you want the center to affect it, and they're gonna attack him and pick and roll like all day, every day. Yeah, it's like that. That's what it reminds me of with Zion because like the first game, it was like he was doing like real simple things, like he shot a three, out erupted, he took the ball. <laughs> Like, the minor things that obviously, like, he should be able to do because of, you know, either fundamentals in basketball or just the fact that he's young with, like, the bounce that he has, like, they, they kind of blew it out of proportion, which also kind of takes away I mean, the factor of, like, how yeah. good he'll be when he comes back from this foot injury, because foot injuries aren't no joke, no less. Uh, uh, yeah, but I also want to give him, I, I know I've been, I've been talking to him, but I also want to give him some respect now. <laughs> we, we talk about Taco Fall, we talk about Zion Wilson, they're not really close. Zion, yeah, when yeah. he was when he when he was playing was an elite player. The way bigger. Like, there's no. He's a, he's a way bigger part of the team than Taco was at that time. I mean, he was. I mean, he was just. He's elite. He's an elite player. Like, that's just what he was playing and healthy. He's he's elite right now. That's there's no. I don't think there's a debate about that. But it's just like I have concerns going forward. Obviously, because of you know, like you said, foot injuries are no joke. And you know, right now it's clear to see that he's not taking the best care of his body, you know, cause I mean, we saw him put on more weight, you know, it can't be the best thing for your body when you're rehabbing a foot injury. It can't be. Mm. So plus having to get more shots kind of just means that yeah. either then, he's stressing it out or still a lot of weight, man. And it's just like having a setback. It just, it just doesn't, it does not help. Especially when we all had like doubts about his body going forward, six seven being two ninety, over three hundred pounds. Now it's just like, bro, like you're playing a sport where you're jumping up and down on hardwood, yeah. like knees. I just I couldn't see how it was gonna how it was gonna work. And right now it's it's there there are issues. So you know, as opposed to a guy who's playing and playing like an MVP, to be quite frank. He is. Yes, he is. Hello, everybody. This is PTP talking right now. Um, We lost a few minutes of footage that I didn't realize until I started editing. But um, just to sum up what was at the end of the episode, I wanted to thank you guys for listening to the episodes. Um. It's going to be a slow process of building it back, of building this up. I said building it back up, but of building this up. But we're enjoying the ride. And we appreciate you guys for listening along with us. Um, you can follow Chris Collins at Chris D. Collins on Instagram and Twitter. You can follow G at Tony the Real on Twitter. And as always, you can follow me on Twitter at PTP underscore 99. Um, a little bit of late getting it out, too, actually. It's been a crazy snowstorm over the past, like, seven hours but um yeah hope you guys enjoy your weekend enjoy the all-star game and um we'll see you guys next week